Hi, welcome to another episode of Experiencing Motherhood Single and Black. I am your host, Kim, and I just want to say thanks so much for listening. If you are listening for the very first time, I would just want to say welcome. And if you have listened to the other episodes, I want to say welcome back. Today's episode is about relocating without immediate family nearby as a single mom. So I just wanted to come on and talk about what it was like for me to move six plus hours away from my family. So um, when I first started thinking about it, I was just like, I'm really tired of my current situation working two jobs. I was working at a restaurant as a server. Um, I think I was working Wednesday, Friday nights, and maybe like occasional Saturday nights. So I guess three days a week um, as a server. And then I was working full-time in HR. And at that time, I worked for a nonprofit company. And so I really, uh, I really was just tired of working those two jobs um, just to pay my bills and not really having a whole lot of extra left. And so um, I thought about it and I talked to my grandma about it and she really didn't want me to do it. She was like, are you sure about that? Are you sure that's what you want to do? And I'm just like, yeah, you know, I really think it's time for a change. And so I began to think about it a little bit longer and a little bit longer. And finally, I was like, I'm doing it. I'm leaving as soon as my lease is up. And honestly, I don't know when I made the decision, but I know once I had my mind made up, I I was going to do it. And so I talked to my manager at my HR job and I told her and she said she understood and she knew that it was going to happen eventually. Um, There wasn't really anything that she could do to help me as far as a raise. She probably would have if she could have, but there was really nothing she could do. And so I think maybe I gave her like a two or three months notice, which was like well over what was required. But um, I really liked my job there. But um, it just, you know, it didn't really pay the bills. So fast forward to, I want to say this was June or July of 2015. And uh, I just started like selling everything out of my apartment on Craigslist, Facebook groups, whatever. I got rid of everything other than clothes and maybe a few toys for my daughter and then everything else that was left over I pretty much donated it to the place where I worked um to their uh warehouse so I did that and I got a rental car I want to say maybe it was an SUV and I put everything in there and I drove uh to Houston where I am now and so I actually moved with some relatives and for the sake of privacy I won't uh, disclose exactly what kind of relatives they are but I'll just say that um, I moved with some relatives because they were pretty much like that they would help me you know find a job and um, all sorts of things and so Um, I moved really without thinking about it, without making a plan, and 
it was not the best decision that I could have made. I really should have thought things through, but hey, uh, I'm just here to tell my story so that you don't make the same mistakes. So I moved with my relatives and one of them um, had told me that uh, she would help me find a job when I moved. Well, it didn't exactly happen like that. So I ended up transferring my restaurant job to Houston to continue working until I found, you know, a full-time job. And so that actually didn't start right away because I wanted to take some time off because I had been working, you know, two jobs forever for as long as I can remember, as long as my daughter had been born. And, um, my daughter actually stayed with my grandma back in uh, Mississippi until I was able to, uh, you know, get adjusted and get everything moved. Because I, I think I, when I first drove down here, I waited another two weeks to go back to get the rest of my things out of storage. So, anyways, I got everything uh, that I had from Mississippi and um, I got my daughter and then we got settled in so at first everything was okay I had help with her my relatives they were helping out as far as uh, watching her at night because you know I worked at the restaurant and so I would work mainly nights but some days I would work and so uh, luckily um, I did have someone at the house to help you know originally so, uh, let me see, about three or four months down the line, I think um, it was getting to be kind of hectic. By that time, I had found a job, uh, actually a contract job, and so it was temporary. It was like a contract job, but no end date, basically, and so it was for an HR company, but it was in a call center environment, and basically we had... I don't know, like seven or eight clients that we had to um, take calls for their employees and basically, you know, educate them on their benefits and all sorts of things. So that job was not for me. Um, the hours, the environment, the overtime, even though, you know, it was nice because um, I needed the money. And on top of that, um, it was probably um, almost double what I was making in Mississippi from one job so I was very thankful but I never knew when it was going to be my last day or I never knew if they were going to let me go so yeah it was just crazy and then I believe the contract actually no you know what it said that it was supposed to um it was supposed to go to December but they weren't for sure which I which I guess why they left the uh end date open because they didn't really know so it turns out I was able to be there and still work the restaurant job and I was able to save quite a bit of money because like I said I was staying with relatives I didn't have any rent and um, all I had was a car note and then some other you know small bills and so I was able to save a lot and I got this idea in my mind that um, I would save up to buy a house now, keep in mind, I didn't have a full-time job. I had a, a temporary contract job, and I was thinking about buying a house, y'all. So, here I am trying to figure this thing out, and then, I don't know, something happened, and uh, my relatives, you know, began to say that I wasn't really spending enough time with my daughter, and I was just always working all the time, and, you know, just so much. And so, I began to feel like, 
maybe they didn't really want to watch her or maybe they were right. Maybe I needed to figure out something where that I could be at home with her. So that was the start of, I don't know, chaos, I guess. So it was after that, it was always something. And so finally, I realized that I was going to have to move. Like my idea of buying a house was not going to happen and I was going to have to move out because of our differences and issues. Um, yeah, so I ended up moving out probably seven or eight months after I actually moved to Houston, which was a long time. And I'm very thankful that I was able to um, stay with them for that period of time. But we no longer communicate at this time. And so um, basically, I moved out and I moved into an apartment uh, on very short notice, I guess, because I told them like, I guess a week before I had got approved and then uh, we had even more differences and I was asked to give the keys uh, to the owner of the house where I was staying and so basically I had to spend the first few nights in my apartment without any furniture because I had looked at some furniture but I hadn't you know purchased any yet so I had to go to Walmart give me an air mattress and basically you know stay in my apartment until uh I was able to go and get furniture delivered and I think that took about two days maybe so after that you know I just realized that everything happens for a reason now I did get kind of frustrated because uh, I was like you know these people were supposed to help me and now it's just like everything is not happening like it was supposed to. So I really wanted to give up like in the beginning because it was just a lot for me uh, mentally being in a situation where I was used to really being independent and not having anybody worry about me because I had been on my own for quite some time and I wasn't really used to people like checking on me or wanting to know where I was, you know, and I'm like, I'm grown, I'm like, how old was I, maybe like 23 when I moved, yeah, because I'm 26 now, so it's about to be three years, so 23, 24, something like that, and I'm just like, wow, you know, but anyways, I, I, I didn't give up. I, I try to continue to encourage myself that it was bigger than these little issues I was having with these family members. And so actually, I'm actually thankful for one of them because she uh, finally did get a chance to help me to uh, get a job and connect me with some people who are uh, very well connected and so I'm really grateful for that because I probably wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for her so again I'm grateful for the experience I'm grateful for just everything I learned and I think that you don't really know people until you end up moving in with them and then it's like wow you know because um, like I said I just moved with them because they said that they would help me uh, and help out with my daughter and so 
I just, you know, I just trusted them, never thinking that anything could really go wrong, or I don't even know, I didn't really have a plan as to how long I was going to stay with them, they were just like, you can stay however long you need to, and again, I just, I didn't have a plan, and so, I guess moving along to, uh, when I moved to my apartment, I finally got furniture, and then, um, you know, I got situated over here, and I had to do a whole other daycare search, and... Uh, figure out, you know, what area um, I wanted my daughter to be in school in, and all, just all of that. I didn't really know a whole lot about the area where I moved to, and it was just, it, it was crazy, but I got through it. So, I guess the one thing that I thought was going to happen is that, you know, I was going to come here and get a job right away because I had heard stories of so many people coming here and getting jobs right away, but it didn't happen for me. I was on like several different job sites just applying for jobs like back to back. And after, I guess I had been here a month and I know I'm switching back and forth, but kind of just bear with me. I'm just trying to tell this story. So initially, I guess when I came, it was uh, me applying for jobs for like a month and so after that month I started to get interviews and I probably went to like three to four interviews if I would be honest um and I think it took about maybe uh a month and a half or two months before I got a call back from one that I was interested in I did get a call to go interview at like an event company but I was like you know if I'm gonna be honest with myself I have a small child and I just can't uh be out here you know like working events uh with her so I just declined the interview for that even though you know I I needed a job but I wasn't just really wanting to settle for just anything so I you know, I just continued to wait, continued to pray. I think that was at a point where I really uh, had to lean and depend on God because I was in this place where I didn't have my grandma, you know, like my rock who I could really depend on uh, for, I guess, encouragement and guidance. You know, I really didn't have her. I didn't have my friend who I was used to who could help me out when I needed her. And just the people that I knew, I was here in a city where I didn't know anybody but those relatives who I really hadn't been connected with during childhood. So it was just like really crazy. But uh, anyway, so back to me moving into my apartment and um, getting settled and acclimated here. I realized that my job was not enough money to pay for my apartment and all my other bills. And so I had to figure out something because I was starting to use the money that I was able to save when I lived with my relatives. And it was like going fast. So I ended up on Facebook in one of these groups and I found a lady who had a work at home company. So basically there are people who run like these online well, not online, but like at-home call centers where they have like different clients that you can work for and, uh, you know, you just do it from home. And so I ended up doing that. I happened to get Apple as a client. And so I would work for uh, them at night after work. So it's crazy. I would go to work, 
come home, you know, sometimes I would literally be running because I would have to clock in for my next shift. It's like, okay, I get off work and I don't know, just say four o'clock and I have to go get my daughter from daycare. Then I come home, you know, try to warm up some food. And a lot of the times, I'm not going to lie, it was probably something like frozen because I was tired to prep on the weekends. And so... I would just like warm her something up or she would eat fast food. It was just bad. And I did that about six months probably probably from like August to like December. But, you know, it allowed me to uh, pay my bills, most importantly, and have uh, money left over to do what I wanted to do. But what I was sacrificing is the time away from my child. And I mean... She was, uh, how old was she at the time? I'm thinking, like, I think she had made three. And she was able to, you know, just eat her food and watch TV. But as she got older, she began to talk more. Like, now she talks a whole lot more. So I would not even be able to do that. And she's four, about to be five. So I just realized that that was something that I couldn't do. And, uh, so I started looking for another job because I was like, okay, well, I really like my full-time job. I really like the environment. I really like where I am, but it's not really paying the bills and I can't go back to working those two jobs because it was just terrible. I felt so tired. Um, you know, like my daughter, even though we lived together, she barely saw me because she would go to daycare during the day, uh, come home, you know, warm up her food. She would, like, watch TV or something while I worked, and then I would give her a bath, put her in the bed, and then I would go back to work for, like, another hour or two. So I guess it was, like, an eight-hour shift, and then come home and then do three three hours, I guess, sometimes four if I could, like, if, or if they had extra hours that they would offer, I would work them. So, yeah, that's pretty much what it was like um, just starting out, and so... I didn't really, you know, meet people or anything like that because I just, I felt like, you know, I would have to bring my daughter and I didn't want to go through all that. So a lot of the times, like, we would just do stuff together. So I really um, had met a lot of, like, adult people. And so now, uh, last year, actually, I got a new job and so... It has helped me out tremendously, and I've been able to, um, you know, spend a whole lot more time with my daughter, and I've really uh, realized the importance of actually being present at home, because, I don't know, like, I we used to just work, 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 and not really realizing that it's affected my child. I think it's because people used to be like, well, it's okay, she's young, you know, just work hard now before she actually realizes it and what I didn't know was that she is realizing it right now um a a couple months ago she told me she said it must be hard being a mommy you're always working you never really have free time and I'm like what you're four how are you saying that I don't really have free time like what do you know about free time and in that moment, I realized, like, you need to do something about this. And so now, you know, I'm pretty much just working one job. 
and trying to figure out I guess like my next move um to earn like on the side I don't want to do another job where I have to like clock in but I I do want to look for something else where I could just um you know still work from home and earn some extra money so that we could do things that we actually want to do without um worrying about it you know so that's where I am now and I also forgot to mention like in the beginning when I came I actually I purchased a car I left my car back in Mississippi because I just didn't think it would make it and so I ended up getting a car and I don't even think it was six months uh we were at the red light and a lady uh hit us from the back like rear-ended us and totaled the car I didn't have that car six months and so after that probably like maybe the next year around the same time somebody else hit my new car and I was like oh my gosh I just broke down because I was like every year around the same time like I'm getting hit like what is God trying to tell me I mean um, I haven't died yet so I know there's purpose for my life but why is this happening you know why is this happening to me and then some people say that we should question God but I, I also think that you know he wants us to come to him and talk to him and tell us what we think and I'm just like Lord is, you know, am I really meant to be here? Because if they gonna keep tearing up my car, almost taking my life, like my last, the, my last wreck, uh, the airbags came out. Luckily, McKinley was not with me that time, but the first time, you know, they they totaled the car completely and the airbags didn't come out. So that was really scary. And she was actually asleep during that time. But yeah, I just said that to say that, you know. I don't know, like, and this year is going to be my third year here, and I'm just, like, honestly, I'm, like, around that time, I'm just going to be, like, so cautious, because it, it's really been happening to me every single time, and I even remember my grandma saying that, you just need to come home, and I'm like, you know, I've came too far to come back, uh, and just start all over again, like, I don't mind moving again, but it's just like I have to move somewhere with a plan where I know that I'm going to be doing better. Not just like up and moving without a plan, without knowing, you know, the environment I'm going to be in. Just unaware, you know, I'm never doing that again. This has been like a learning lesson. Uh, yeah, I'm just not doing that again. Also, I just wanted to say uh moving here without you know my immediate family nearby I don't have any type of support system as far as like I want to go somewhere and somebody would be able to just keep her like you know if you stayed around family and I guess that was one of the tough things for me because when I lived in Mississippi my grandma and cousin aunts they all live like an hour and a half to two hours away so it was nothing for somebody to just meet me halfway or even me drive and then head back home um on the weekend if I wanted to go out or hang out or do something I had that option but now it's like um I don't have that option the only option I have is to you know find a sitter which I did last year I I ended up finding a young lady who 
was um, going to be a freshman in college and she worked for the YMCA. I found her through care.com and she was really good, but she went off to college and I just didn't bother with it anymore because I felt like it really wasn't worth it. Um, I don't know. And that's just me. And that's just my opinion. But um, I think it was like 12, maybe $12 an hour. So I think the last time I went out and I got the babysitter was when Girls Trip came out and we went to like a private screening or whatever. And so it was about two to three hours. And so just say, I guess like 12 times three is 36. So just say I gave her $40 for three hours plus the $30 I paid for the you know, screening event, whatever, because they had, like, a VIP bag and the cost of the movie ticket and popcorn or whatever. So that was $70 for me to go out for one night. And, I mean, I had a good time, don't get me wrong, but I just don't think I would have normally just spent that kind of money, you know, just to go out and have a good time. I probably would have rather just stayed inside of it. And a lot of people ask me, you know, why don't you go out or this and that or other? And it's just like, it's super expensive. It's just like, if I want to go out for a couple of hours, it's going to cost me. And actually, I was looking into um, a 24-hour daycare here just recently. And I think they charge like 650 or so, which is not bad, you know, if I just want to start getting out. So... Maybe I'll try that out and let y'all know how that goes. But um, I think I'm just really okay with how it's been going until I figure something else out or get in a better situation financially so that I don't mind to spend like $80 to go to the movies or, you know, or dinner or hang out however long I want to hang out um, and not worry about how much I'm paying per hour because, you know, you can pay the college students like 10 to $12 an hour, but for someone who's more experienced, um, it's probably going to cost $20 an hour. And then this whole 24-hour daycare thing, they're only open on Saturdays, which is cool. But um, I don't really know how that's going to work. So I guess I just have to try it out. So with that being said, I've, I think I'm finally done wrapping it up. Hopefully I didn't do too much rambling and you were really able to, you know, just listen and see how it was for me. You know, I try to keep it as real as I could. Um, let you know, you know, how it was for me moving, how I got here. Oh, and you know what, just thinking about everything, I forgot to mention, uh, one thing, I didn't have any savings either when I moved, so I, I made a stupid mistake. I had started grad school, uh, before I moved, and so if you know about refund checks, then you know you take out a loan and you get the money, right? Um, that you didn't use for school. Well, I I dropped the class that I had when I moved. And so um, they refunded the money. And so that money is what I had when I moved. And so I kind of used that as a moving fund, which I'm now paying for. Which, again, was a stupid mistake. But I had to make sure that I actually shared that. Because that was very important. So if I have to give you any tips, um, if you're thinking about... Moving alone, you know, as a single mom with your child or children, 
um, if you can, and I know it's tough for us trying to save, but if you can, I would really recommend having like a moving savings fund, like at least three to six months worth. Because like I said, I don't know, you know, for some people, it took them a month to get a job and they moved. But for me, it took about two to three months. Uh, I want to say two months to get the interview. And then maybe the third month was actually when I started. So if I didn't have that job at the restaurant, I probably would have ended up back home because I would have ran out of money. Which is um, not smart at all. But again, <laughs> I just had to be honest uh, and let y'all know that I just, I really moved without a plan. And uh, I didn't have any kind of financial support. So, yeah. If you can, save. And then try to get a job before you actually move. So, if you know somebody in that area with a mailing address that you can use, I will put that on the resume. Um, I know my friend used my address recently and she was able to get an interview. So, I highly recommend that. And I didn't even do that. Like crazy I know um, but then try to figure out what area you want to live in and try to visit there if possible and uh, you can see what the cost of living is like in that area the schools um, people Google is so powerful y'all and not only Google but social media there are so many Facebook groups that you can use to connect with people who live in those areas and um, if you're a mom like I said and you're looking to move there are also some mom groups and those mom groups are super helpful I know sometimes it's hard to get like you know caught up in them because they they talk about so many other things but they're also uh, very helpful in terms of you know providing resources if you're moving uh, what is particular is a dream catchers group uh, it was started by Tiffany and the Budgetista, and they actually have local chapters. And I know the one here, the Dreamcatchers Houston, um, a lot of people are always asking, what tips does anybody have for the movie? They're asking about area, school, cost of apartments and houses. There's just so much uh, beneficial information in those groups. So I really encourage you to do that. Now, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out, ask me, you can email me at singleblackmotherhood at gmail.com. You can DM me, I'm on Instagram at singleblackmotherhood. And if you thought this was helpful, again, I know I ranted a lot, but if you thought it was helpful and, you know, you're considering moving and you just have some questions that maybe I didn't answer feel free to reach out. Um, you can visit the website at www.singleblackmotherhood.com. And thanks again for listening. I really appreciate it. I hope this was helpful. And if you thought it was helpful and you got something out of it, leave a review and rate the podcast. So until the next episode, I will talk to you soon. Bye.